when it comes to selling your home at Go Green Property, our aim is to get you the best possible results. And how do we do this? Simple, by giving you the best possible advice. From expert insights on preparing your home for selling to sharing our advice on the local property market. At Go Green Property, it's our job to achieve the best possible price as quickly as possible. Sell your home with Go Green Property. Call Glasgow 374-0409. The Go Radio Football Show with Go Green Property. Call 0808 1717 700. Let's go. Good evening, this is Paul Cooney with John Hartson and Mark Guidi. And Mark, what a week. Top of the table, Rangers up against second bottom. Second top, second bottom, Ross County tomorrow night. Massive game, could be huge implications. Yeah, absolutely, Paul. We're at the business end of the, the season now. It's, clo- it's closing in and Rangers, if they win by three goals tomorrow night, they'll go top of the table. I think they'll win the game, Paul, whether they win by three or not. But um, certainly what we do know, we've got a title race on. Celtic and Rangers going head-to-head at this stage of the season. It's brilliant. John, it's not what you thought it would be at this point, but Celtic back winning again at the weekend, still very much in the cup and a good draw against Livy. Uh, Things improving for your old team? Yeah, I think so, Paul. I think that's now eight wins in the last nine games. Um, They've not been free-flowing, but sometimes it's about winning when when you're not actually at your best. So I think... From Brendan Rodgers' point of view, and even the players' point of view, they need they're gonna they know they're gonna have to play a lot better in terms of how they've played, in terms of creating more chances. You know, putting teams to the sword. You know, sometimes at one nil up, they're a bit they're a bit um, susceptible to crosses into the box, like St. Mirren at the weekend. You know, they hit the crossbar and things like this. They've got to be a bit more tighter uh, at the back. And obviously from wide areas, they've got to show that bit of quality. So Kyogo, you know, came on, started at the weekend yeah. alongside Adar. Sadly played 4-4-1-1. They just played Kyogo just off Adar. Got his goal. So hopefully that uh, Kyogo as well now on, on a run, which we know he's capable of. We saw you on the telly, John. The picture, the commentator mentioned you in good form for you. 2-0 for Celtic, 2-0 for Rangers the night before against Scott Brown's Air United. Mark, when he came back, not too much to see there. Bit of controversy, but decent performance by United but Rangers keep on winning yeah uh, and that's what the cup football is all about um, Paul you just want to be um, in the hat and you know the, the quarter final of the, the Scottish Cup has, has thrown up um, some interesting ties uh, to be played um, next month but it's a league duty we're, we're back on it Paul as I say that it's a title race Ross County as well desperate uh, for points to try and pull away from the, the second bottom uh, position and uh, Don Cowie you know try to stake a claim to, to get the job on a, a permanent basis we've also got Aberdeen again against Motherwell and the well were the victims of the cup shock at the weekend going out to Morton on Friday night seems a while ago Motherwell fans what are you feeling 0808 17 17 700 less than a week after that brilliant result against Ross County and this weekend well we won't talk too much about what's coming up because we've got cup action uh, to look back on at the weekend and the draw which came out Aberdeen against Kilmarnock Celtic Livingston Morton against Hearts and Hibs against Rangers some of the news today here on the Go Radio Football Show well Rangers are valuing the goalkeeper Jack Butland up to £15 million as the 30 year old his stock continues to rise and more and more people are talking about him 
for a recall for England. And on the same day, Brendan Rodgers hails Joe Hart as one of the big leaders at Celtic, saying the experienced goalkeeper is a real catalyst for the champions. Not too often, Mark, that we talk about goalkeepers straight off. We know how important they are. You're a former keeper yourself. Jack Butland first. More and more people down south. Are they really talking about him to be back in for England? I think there's, there's definitely a chance here, Paul. And, you know, they may as well come up and, and look at him. Certainly in the European game when Rangers yeah. uh, are involved in the Europa League, uh, the game against Celtic coming up on, on April 6th. I mean, I think there's a potentially a problem there if Nick Pope um, yeah. d- doesn't make it, mm-hmm. you know, with his, with his injury. But you've got like Henderson down the road, you've got Sam Johnson down the road as well. Obviously, Pickford's at the number one. But I think that I think there is one slot um, available. Ramsdale's not playing um, at Arsenal. So, yeah, Jack Buckland has been terrific. We've said in this programme many times last season when we knew that Alan McGregor was hanging up his clubs, it's going to be a tough act to follow. Um, you know, spend big to, to get a proper uh, replacement and they did certainly in wages he's got a fabulous contract but they got him in a free transfer so it was great business and he's been absolutely terrific for Rangers uh, this and actually he's probably actually he's been their best player most consistent John whoever found yeah. him uh, they found a peach haven't they excellent good recruitment um, you know bringing in Butland in Jack Butland you know he's a he's a quality goalkeeper Mark and any successful team you look through the years you know most successful teams have a really good goalkeeper uh, make big saves at crucial times of the game keep you in it knowing that you can go forward and, and get the winning goal and things like this when it's 1-0 and it's pretty tight you know you know you can rely on your goalkeeper to make a good save and Butland certainly you know he's done exceptionally well we talk about Alan McGregor was you know the previous goalkeeper for Rangers but no one seems to be talking about Alan as much of a good player that he was good goalkeeper you know with Jack's performances um you know, he's getting all the plaudits that he deserves. He's been excellent. And over at Celtic, well, this is what the manager said about Joe Hart. Well, that's it. He doesn't have a lot to do, Joe, but in the times when he does, he makes uh, he makes wonderful saves. He's he's a real catalyst for the team. You know him and and Cal how they, you know how they lead the changing room and as I said, a young group. But then when he goes into the game, he uh, the saves he does make is is really impressive. He's so clean. You get lots of crosses coming in today. Lots of balls into the box. Hard for him to catch them. You know, we all want keepers to catch the ball, but when you can't, you've got to get distance on it. He'd done that a few times and, and did that very well. So now he's, again, another clean sheet for him and um, now he was, he was very impressive. I guess you wouldn't have any qualms, would you, John, if he was still with Celtic next season? Nothing's been mentioned yet, mm. but why not? Well, the last couple of months, Joe's sort of, uh, his performances have been very good. He's made some really good saves. What... What there with, with Brendan saying about, you know, he's a catalyst along with Callum McGregor. Celtic need more. You know, yeah. you need more than, than, than two catalysts in your side. You know, the team I played him with, five, six, seven, that could point the finger and that would play consistently very, very well. You can't just rely on two of your senior players now to go in and sort everything out on the pitch and in the dressing room, point the finger, these type of things. Leaders, if you like. And I see yeah. some players... You know, they they give the ball away and then they jog back and you know the the the, the, the first cross it doesn't you know doesn't clear the first post and then the second cross doesn't clear it can be a bit frustrating. So for me, it's brilliant what Joe Hart and Callum McGregor are doing, but I'm sure the fans would agree you need more than two. You need more than two in in a football team to stand up and you know and make sure that the football is is working on the pitch. Mark Joe Hart has made some big saves, especially in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, um, he has Paul and, and you know. 
again, if Joe Hart's you know going to leave Celtic, I don't know. You know, some people say that his family's not up here with him, which is a bit difficult. Um, you know, if, if if he's missing being away from his family, uh, but like, like I just said two minutes ago about, about Alan McGregor and Jack Butland, it'll be a hard guy to replace, and a lot of Celtic fans maybe not having Joe Hart and you know think that Celtic could do better. And sure, you always look to try and better what you've got. But uh, he'll be a tough act to follow, Paul. Goalkeepers, you know, really good ones. He's got great experience. Big help on and off the park. And um, if Celtic do go on and win the title um, this season, I think a, a pivotal moment that I would reflect on from Joe Hart was the save that he made very late in the game at Perth and St Johnston. Celtic beat St Johnston yeah. with late goals. Um, and it looked like they were going to drop points that day. And that was the day that Brendan Rodgers came out and... Um, you know, slaughter these players um, for the level of performance. But yeah, Joe Hart's been absolutely brilliant. He's third season at the club, a free transfer as well, and he's been first class. Neil Warnock insists Aberdeen can break Celtic and Rangers' stranglehold of Scottish football. Taxi for Warnock. <laughs> we are a Glasgow radio station. Okay, we might have He's some... not got McLeish and Miller <laughs> to choose from like the old days. Like the old Aberdeen. But, uh, well, yeah. we throw that one in. The Rangers fans will love to get into that one with Aberdeen. 0808 17 17 700. Celtic fans might as well. Let's go on the lines. First up is Ross, a Celtic fan. Good evening, Ross. Hi, Paul. Mark, John. Play Ross. Well. How are you, mate? Yeah. How are you, Ross? And yeah. what are you thinking? I think, obviously, from a Celtic point of view, um, I think the last couple of weeks and stuff, it's all been doom and gloom and negative. And I just think, considering what we've been through this week, away to Hibs and away to St Mirren in the Cup, I think we've actually had a good week in terms of we're still top of the league and we've progressed to the next round of the Scottish Cup. So I think, in a football aspect, it's obviously been a good week for us. Um, but I just feel like the way with Celtic, it's, it seems to be... Issue after issue, um, and I don't know if you guys will come in on this one, but I think now the issue we've got is with Abada, and I think with Abada, I do think he is a really, really good player for Celtic, and I think he's one player that I would hate to see Celtic lose, but obviously I don't want to get into the, the, no, the sure. politics and sure. stuff. Yeah. Um, it's just obviously, I just feel like now he seems to be not getting the support that he's due. And I think it's potentially one that we're going to suffer. By I think I think he will end up leaving because of the issues that are that are being caused by the Green Brigade and stuff and the Palestine flags. And I just think that just now the club seem to have one issue, then another issue, then something else. And hopefully we can get over these issues and and, and get back to focusing on the football. Mark. It's a difficult one, the Abada one. Everyone knows yeah. he's an Israeli international player mm-hmm. uh, playing at Celtic and it just didn't happen for him the other night. You can understand why he went up the tunnel. Celtic mm-hmm. got the win mm-hmm. at Easter Road. Um, it does look as though he will leave. We don't know if it will happen. I think the club have been really good with him. Very personally. And so have the fans yeah, when he comes yeah. on, when he's there. Yeah, and Brendan well, Rodgers as sure. well has been good. Yeah. Um, with him. So he's got, he's certainly internally, you know, everybody's yeah. got his back um, internally at the club certainly on the park I think we can all see it um, you know he's not the player he was last season remember as well he was out for long spells um, with injury so um, he missed a good chance at, at Petorgio when Celtic did score but it was ruled uh, it was ruled out for offside but look there's a, there's a really good player in there there's yeah. a proper footballer in there and you hope that he can recapture his form and Paul if he can what an asset it'll be as we say we're in the business end of the season there's three months to go and if Abada can get back to the form that he, he showed in his first two years at the club remember he's still a kid Paul yeah. Well, it'll be 22, yeah. something like that. You yeah. know, he's a boy. Um, so, uh, yeah, listen, everybody pulls together. 
on and off the park I'm sure a, a bad will be fine John for yeah you. well yep. there's no doubt about it the, the lad looks void of confidence um you know he's a shadow in terms of the player that he that he was when he first arrived. You know his him and Jota on mm. either flank were, were outstanding together. They'd arrive on that back post for the you know the the, the overhead crosses if you like. He he came back with a number of goals, really really important goals. But for some reason he's had injury problems. Um, you know he's not really been able to you know produce the form that he did produce. He's been in and out of the side. Maeda now. You know, sometimes you feel Maeda gives the team so much in terms of his energy levels and and his power and his pace. He generally plays on the right, and then you've got Palmer, who's come in and not done too badly on the left. And then you've got you've got Kyogo. I know Adam Idoy played at the weekend, so Kyogo would, would probably start if if the team was playing four three three. And now he finds himself out of the team, you know, uh, Abada. So that will that will dent his confidence. And, and I just feel sometimes when you've badly lost confidence, it's very difficult to, to get that level sort of back. Yeah. Um, but if he's not going to feature, then the best thing for him and the club, you know, because he'll want to play football, he want to play of regular course, football. Yeah. And, and the club can't carry somebody who's probably one of the big players and, and he's not putting in the same performances Mark what about the wider point that Ross made you know it's been a good week for Celtic it has yeah. been they're still in the cup and you know they had a win at um, Easter Road how did they change the narrative I thought it sounded a bit negative yesterday when they said there's outside narrative about the club I think most of it came from the Celtic fans who were disappointed in the window but they need to get on with it now I did. Yeah. I know what you mean Ross um, you know you're still in the cup you've got a great chance you're still you're top of the table how do they change the story around Celtic well I think you, first of all, you keep winning Paul and yeah. I think you try and um, play more attractive uh, football I think it's been really I think a lot of Celtic supporters have been have been nervy watching their team uh, in, the, in, in the past years probably since they beat Rangers pretty much after the winter break it's not been uh, free flowing there was a lot of negativity as well at the lack of activity um, and the transfer window um, you know it was uh, it's been a decent transfer window, but uh, you know it's not a it's not a great one. I think uh, the supporters were expecting more. The manager probably wanted um, more. Certainly not a left back uh, for sure um, to come in. Um, but they need to go on it now, Paul, because there's trophies up for grabs. You know they want to try and retain the title. They're in the Scottish Cup. Rangers have won the first piece of silverware. They're breathing down Celtic's necks. Chance to go top the table uh, tomorrow night. So I just think that. Um, be more together at Celtic just yeah. that, that bit of uh, unity because I think it's been a bit fractured in different ways in the past few weeks Ross at the weekend Ida up front with Kyogo did it work for you? Yeah no yeah. I, I liked it um, I liked the fact the two of them were, were up there together I think Ida is probably going to prove myself and other Celtic fans wrong I, I think he looks a good player Um what a he wants to stay long term. I don't know if that's an yeah. option. If, if it came to someone Celtic wanted to buy him, I don't know if Norwich would let him go. I don't know. But definitely, I, I like the fact that they two were up front. Um, just obviously, yeah. what, what Mark said about yeah. Rodgers, I agree with you, Mark. I think the majority of the noise, negativity, is coming from Celtic fans. It's not coming from, from outside. It's, it's, yeah. it's the fact that we're not happy. And I think, again, I, I don't know if it's a if it's a deflection tactic with Rodgers I know I don't know but I think that the majority of the negativity noise has come from us because we are not happy um, but hopefully as I say the weekend 
we can continue the run that that, that we're on and beat Kamarnock and hopefully stay top of the league. Um, but I think it's going to be um, a, a tough call to, to to decide this league all the way. I think Celtic and Rangers both this year are, have have been good in terms of the performances. Yeah. So I think it's definitely going to be a title race, and it's good obviously for Scottish football as well. Not good for the heart rate, obviously. But, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, but 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 good for the yeah. fact that we've now got two teams that are actually going toe to toe. Thanks, Ross. Justin, do you agree with that, Rangers fan? Hi, Justin. Hi, guys. How you doing? Yeah, good. Um, yeah, hey, Justin. Greatest of lines there. You're obviously driving, Justin. Yeah, the only blemish for the manager and your team is not beating Celtic. You know, the first one was obviously early in the season at Ibrox, but it's Celtic as well. And John, I think that's what you were thinking there. Sure, it's a real title race on. Big question will be, can Rangers beat Celtic? Well, Celtic could win all four games against Rangers and, and lose the league. If they can't go to Aberdeen and win... If they're dropping points at home, to, you know, to Hearts, and if they're drawing at home to other teams, you know, the, the Rangers Celtic games, don't, you know, they don't decide the title. Um, they might this year. They might this year, but then you're talking that Rangers have 14 games left, Celtic mm. have 13. Neither side can afford any slips. Neither side can can afford any slip ups. Give credit to Rangers, by the way. You know, mm. they've lost one game in 18. You know, still in Europe, won a trophy. Um, so you know um, Clement the other day was saying he wants to win everything as you said he yeah. never mentioned the treble but we know what he yeah. meant and I thought I said well, well fair play you know he, he's showing his players he's given them that challenge can they do it um, in the form that they're in now it's up to Celtic you know to, to prove that they were treble winners last season the players have to play a lot better because they have been ambling over the line in some games Um and right now, I would probably make Rangers favourites. I really, really yeah. would, just because of the way the Celtic are not convincingly beating teams. You know, they go in 1-0 up, they're getting pegged back, and then they go and get in the late winner, things like this. Edoy up front, um, untried. He's work in progress, but we, we didn't want to work in progress type of player. We wanted someone to come in who showed that little bit of quality. He can take a penalty. He can take a penalty, yeah. Paul. But, you know, Brendan spoke about quality and we I think all the Celtic yeah. fans expected a bit more in the window. But we are where we are. You know, we've got to work with the players that we have. 
And I think it's a big challenge for Celtic to win the title now. What about for Justin and for Rangers? What do you feel, Mark? Obviously, the momentum is with Rangers just now. Yeah, they're, they're, they're feeling good about themselves, you know, within the club, and rightly so when you look at the situation that Philippe Clement inherited. Um, and look where they are now, you know, four four months or so, five months um, later. So there's been uh, a big turnaround, but it is about taking the next step. And I think if, if Rangers are to win the title this season, Paul, they will need to beat Celtic. They'll need to beat Celtic in, in, in one of the two um, remaining old firm games. Justin, I, what about your goalkeeper? Sorry, 15 million or so, but you wouldn't want to see him go anywhere. I don't think he should replace Butland for 15 million the way he's playing the rest, to be totally honest. I, I, I think. I, I, I going to win a, a winner's title at the end of the season John was saying there at the moment Rangers would be his favourites what do you feel is going to happen by May? <laughs> I don't know if that's John <laughs> maybe back games would chip me but uh, <laughs> I, I, I would I genuinely believe that, that this is a turnaround season for Rangers I, yeah, I think sure. everything comes in transitions yeah. and I think this season I, I think Rangers will personally I think they'll do really well in Europe might hopefully get next through next couple of rounds I'll tell you, you're flying the flag as you have done for years now in Europe with Rangers, John. Yeah, yeah. well, I, I just think Rangers have clawed back um, this seven or eight point deficit. Um, Celtic in recent years have had it fairly comfortable over the last couple of seasons, whether you think about Ange won the two last leagues yeah. on the bounce. But what now? Celtic have got a real challenge um, on their hands. The Rangers have got momentum. They've signed good players in the window. They've got manager that, that the, the players, you know, believe in the manager and are playing very, very well. So as I said earlier on, Rangers have now set Celtic the challenge to go and play better because they're going to need to. 13 games left. No more slip-ups. Because if they do... They've got Rangers breathing down their necks now, and that's a fact. Now, I'm not just winding people up. You're or not tongue-in-cheek, were you? Not at no. all. I think yeah. Rangers have set Celtic a huge challenge to yeah. play better and to show that they can go and win the league as much as Rangers fans really, really fancy it, and they're playing with wonderful yeah. confidence. Justin, thanks for the call. 0808 17 17 700. Really sad news, which has just broken the last few minutes. One of the greatest broadcasters, Steve Wright. Steve Wright in the afternoon from Radio yeah. 2, used to be Radio 1, Brilliant. has died suddenly at the yeah. age of 69. Yeah. So that's really sad news that someone who's been around for, well, most of our lives, it seems, yeah. doesn't it? A brilliant you know? broadcaster, yeah. Paul, wasn't he? Absolutely uh, wonderful. Loved his music, the choice yeah. of music. And- uh, I think, it, like in, in, in that profession, in the music industry, he, yeah. he was well respected. I've just seen TV pictures there, some yeah. of the stars, George Michael and yeah. Paul McCartney, and people like that. He was a brilliant DJ and one of the most popular 
um, around back then. You think that Simon Bates and That's all that right, too, they were yeah. all uh, brilliant. Well, sad news that uh, the family have just announced it just after five tonight that Steve Wright has died suddenly, age of just 69. The Go Radio Football Show with Go Green Property. Get in touch with the team and they'll offer expert advice on effectively presenting your property. Let's go! It's the Go Radio Football Show with Go Green Property. Here tonight, John Hartson, the Celtic and Wales, Arsenal, West Ham United, West Brom, Luton, Legend, probably a few others as well, and the journalistic legend, the best in the business, Mark Guidi, is with us tonight. One of the best callers in the business is George from Bathgate, a Rangers fan. Hi, George. Hi, you're kind Big build-up, George. <laughs> George, how are you? Oh, I live in the dream body. <laughs> oh, I mean, let's um, score a certain amount of goals and more uh, things like that. And see, to be honest, Paul, I'll take a win the hunting out till the end of the season. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm not really bored about goals. I can't as close and things like that. I said to you a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. uh, the, the gaffer said about um, let's not bother about anybody else and let's not bother about the gap. We'll concentrate on ourselves. I think we've got to continue doing that. We kind of keep a, uh, we kind of take a. Uh, finger after pulse we've got to keep going and uh, I think it was John that said there uh, um, Ken we're the ones that's in front of but no really because um, I think Celtic took three points to Hearts or some, something like that it was, it was this big oh that's him uh, having a bit of downtime and that we've had that we've just got to keep doing what we're doing uh, keep winning games um, if the manager's happy with swapping the team about and that swap the team about and get them as fresh as they can because we're still winning all these competitions um, and I think Looking at how the UEFA run worked out for us, getting that goal and Betis in the last couple of minutes, it's worked out absolutely fantastic for us because if no, we would have been playing Ross County sure. two weeks ago, the day, and we had to play the UEFA Cup, uh, or the Europa League, sorry, sure. on Thursday night. So it's worked out a big, a, a big bonus for us in that way. You're absolutely right. And Mr. Clement, now known as Le Gaffer, according to you, he was asked today about making changes in his team to keep them fit, keep them ready and include as many as possible. I have the confidence, otherwise I would not do the changes. And I know it's the only way to be ready for all the challenges that we face. So uh, I think it's around 14 weeks still to go. And if our season is exceptional it will be 24 games in that period plus maybe two international games for the internationals also so it will be almost every three days a game so we need everybody ready and it's crucial to win things that sometimes it's a player who didn't play all season and is just five minutes on the pitch can make a difference by winning a trophy or not and we're preparing everybody uh, to be ready for the story so that's why you need to make changes also Mark he talks sense he does, I think he retakes well uh, Paul we're talking about using his squad and, and getting players minutes on the on the pitch I think as well one thing that he identified when he came into Rangers very very early was the amount of injuries that they were having so I think they've looked into that and he you know, uses players more sparingly such as um, Ryan Jack you know the way that he, he deploys him um, so yeah listen Rangers in a good place Paul you know like I say in They've won the first domestic trophy and the quarterfinal of the cup. Potentially going to go top of the league tomorrow night, and uh, and they're still in Europe, so they're they're feeling good about themselves. But this is where this is where it all matters now. You yeah. need to keep mm-hmm. it going, and this is where uh, you know I, I do have so much respect for Celtic for for winning and winning and winning uh, every season. I know Rangers won the, the the title three years ago, but it's not easy sitting beside a guy here that's, that's won titles. 
you never take it for granted you know beside Barry and Barry will tell you the same that it's always a challenge there's always pressure and it's now when you get to this stage that you need to stand up and be counted turn up and win the big games John yeah you're the one who's been on this road yeah well George George you know what I'd say to George is is that his team Rangers uh, are in there's a title race there's an absolute title race on this season on the back of Rangers' form um the way that they've clawed back the points deficit, the way that they could go top of the league tonight. And I just think in the last couple of seasons, there hasn't really been a race. I think Ange Postacoglu really has, has, has dominated. Um, won the treble last season, the double the, the year before. And I just think I can, I can sense that the Rangers fans this season really feel under, under Philippe Clement that they are in with an outstanding chance of winning the league because they lost one game in 18, still in Europe, still in the Scottish Cup. Um, and that's why that's why I'm thinking there's a title race. Mm. I, I can't be any fairer and more honest than that. I've already said I think that Celtic need to step on the gas. Mm. Their performances need to be better. Yes, they've won eight out of the last nine games, but the supporters are not happy with the, with the team the way that they're playing. They're not playing with yep. a, with speed in their game. They, they, they're giving the opposition a lot of opportunities in terms of chances against. And I think Rangers have set the challenge this season. Sure. It's, it's as simple as that. They, Rangers, there is a title race on this year. Oh, yeah. Celtic put up a challenge by going ahead, but Rangers are answering it. It's neck and neck. And you were right about the goals thing, according to the manager. He doesn't want to think too much about how many goals he knows. There's huge expectation from the Rangers fans oh, because I think if, if fans are ex- excited it's only a good thing it gives energy but we're only busy with our own game and, and Ross County that's the only thing so it's it's good for the players also uh, for sure a few months ago it was another kind of noise when they came on the pitch and they didn't like that one so this one they like and already from the, from the last games so that's a positive thing George, I see that John Brown, Bomber Brown, was saying it's going to go to a helicopter Sunday day. Do you think the blood pressure can stand it? I'll, I'll look forward to it if that's the case. I'll look forward to it. And by the way, it'd be fantastic for Scottish football if we yeah. can actually get a day like that again. I mean, we didn't really talk up. So I think uh, Mark's quite angry for saying we didn't really talk up the Scottish game and we didn't get the promotion that actually deserves. But if you look at the games and watch the games, I think Rangers are playing some fantastic football now. Um, and if it was a team doing south who's came for how far back what were we eight points behind yeah. um, in the title race eight points behind and now we're um, three points behind and now we're a game in hand going into the Mora's game and we're still in Europe I mean people will be saying oh this team's been absolutely fantastic mm-hmm. now, but like I keep saying Paul we just need to concentrate on ourselves and if we um, if we win 5 nothing, the more I'll be delighted but I'll be equally delighted if we win one nothing in the 97th minute uh, own goal I will genuinely will be because we've came that far and Big John was saying there about um Again, as a title race, of course, as a title race, but mm. I'll only concentrate on myself because sure. we've had a few false dawns and the injuries is really, really cut us. I mean, the injuries, we've had horrendous injuries. Um, I think we lost Daniel and somebody else in the space of 10 minutes um, a couple of weeks ago there. So it can happen just as quick as that, it can be done just as quick as that. So yeah. I think the Rangers fans just keep us fighting the ground, concentrating ourselves, and let, just try and win every game that's in front of us. That's all they can do, Paul. Merci. Thank you, George. I like that line of Le Gaffer for Philippe Clement. I'm, I'm very happy tonight. Yeah. I will be attending uh, Boy Sky Ibrox tomorrow. <laughs> and I think Rangers will win 3 or 4 nil tomorrow. It's uh, a nighttime kickoff. But, but, 
<laughs> Blue skies, <laughs> eyebrows. Don't, don't be I'll, late. I'll be over there quite early, so right. yeah. yeah. And you're in saying, what, what do you think scoreline wise? I think it'll be four or five nil tomorrow. Right. So, and that would put Rangers right to top of the table. Here's two, the two wolves in front. Yeah. Yeah, for so sure. John will be happy. But John said that you know Rangers are probably going to be in the box. Listen, yeah, wait, wait a second, Sean. Hold on a second. Here's the squad update for you ahead of going to Ibrox tomorrow. Leon trained with a mask. We still need to make some adjustments to the mask. That's always normal. I have some, uh, yeah, some experience with that. <laughs> Getting some knocks. So um, yeah, we will see tomorrow how it is. If you can be in the squad or not. And Ryan Jack will not be in the squad because he's still in a kind of individual programme to, to rebuild him. So no Ryan Jack tomorrow. Sounds as though Balogun might be too soon with a new mask. Sean, you wanted to ask John something. <laughs> hey, what I was going to say about John, John, most of the time, obviously we'll have different opinions, but most of the time you're usually, you're usually quite uh, fair, so I respect you in that way because there's some <laughs> uh, pundits uh, in, the, in the football show well, on this, so uh, take it credit when it's due, pal. Well, don't be too unfair no, on Chris Boyd and thanks, John. Thanks, Sean. But the, the bottom Chris line is, you know, this season you, you've got to look how things have gone. You know, and I can't sit here and um, and say that Rangers haven't done very well. You know, I, I feel as if I'm repeating myself because you've, you've done a great run. Your manager's come in and he's he's had a massive impact on the team. You know, these weren't his players when he arrived at the club. Butland's been an amazing signing for you. Seema was outstanding, but of of course he's injured. You haven't got him. You've brought in other really, really good players. Um, And for me, you know, the title race is on. It's really, really on. It's up to Celtic now to respond. Because in the last two seasons, Celtic have had it really easy. The previous nine seasons, they've completely dominated. But right now... Rangers are looking like a good side. You're looking forward to going to the game tomorrow night. Mm. All the Rangers fans will be there. There's a feel-good factor about them. You know, they're, they're winning games. Ibrox will be rocking. Um, you're all very confident that you're going to go and win the game by two, three, four goals. And you feel as if you're going to go on and, and obviously have a, have a massive say in the title. I can't sit here and say anything else differently to that. Because that's the way I feel. That, that That's the way I'm seeing it. Good. Mark, he's developed talent as well. I'm thinking Ross McCoslin. Uh, yeah, Philippe, come on. Yeah, he's been good, Paul. You know, all round, you know, what he's managed to do in a fairly short space of time is really good. And, and you know, if you're a Rangers supporter, you have every right to feel um, confident, I think, as well, not only by what they do on the pitch, but off the pitch. You know, it's night and day. You listen to him now, it's night and day compared to, to, to Michael Beale. You know, and some of the stuff that used to probably have some of the Rangers fans cringing. So, I've got a, a guy in here that, that, that talks well, represents his club well, and wins game games of football. But Rangers have got a challenge to go on. There's a confidence now, so Rangers need to respond to that. They need to go and beat the champions. They need to go and beat season pros who have won titles year in, year out for, for a number of years. So I think there's there's now pressure on Rangers to go and deliver this season. But I don't think it's just pressure on yeah. Celtic. I think because of what's happened under Clermont, there's a pressure now for, for Rangers to go and deliver it uh, and win the title on me it's true Sean isn't it it's different when you're out front it could no, be tougher no, uh, yeah. Mark's uh, 100% true because mm-hmm. see if Rangers go top uh, tomorrow I don't know who plays first at the weekend I've not actually checked this so Celtic use my yep. uh, yeah Celtic back. 3 o'clock Saturday against Kilmarnock then Rangers uh, it's the lunchtime uh, game isn't it on yeah, uh, Johnson. Uh, St Johnson yeah. yep 
obviously there's a wee bit of mere pressure. Maybe Celtic, Celtic will go into that game on at the week, on Saturday going, we must get something because obviously if, if Celtic lost points at the weekend mm-hmm. uh, and Rangers win and then uh, it'll be a wee bit of pressure on Brendan Rodgers. But I think, I think what uh, Mark says and uh, he's spot on, it's all right Rangers can talk tomorrow and uh, winning their games. See if Rangers, see if the game goes. I think it's April. See if Rangers play in April and Celtic go and win, and Celtic go three points clear. It's meant nothing then. Yeah. So yeah. Rangers, if Rangers win and go three points clear in April, I think I think you now I'd say Rangers are favourites to win the league. But I'm not getting carried away because. But if you asked me that about six months ago or five months ago with Michael Bill, I was uh, even though I was the guy that came on and said Rangers will win the league with over twenty points. Yeah. I was the guy. Uh, I think it was February. Or I don't know where it was. And I was saying, Michael Bale must be sacked. He's the league's over. So if somebody says to me, I'm out or ever when date it was, I can't remember what date it was. Rangers would be top of the league. I would have laughed at them. Yeah, it was late September. You said that time for change, and he left. Yeah, that's all right. Don't worry. The years yeah. go past so quickly, Sean. But listen, it's it's uh, John. Well, it's squeaky bum time now, yeah. isn't it? You know because. Any team now drops points, Celtic or Rangers, then I feel the other team will go and capitalise and then they've got an opportunity just to go that further forward in terms of the points in the league. So I think both teams now will understand the importance of winning, getting those three points. It doesn't really matter how they come. Um, you know, Celtic, I think um, they're not quite free-flowing, but they've got the experience. They've been over the, they've, they've, you know, they've been over the course quite a few times in recent years. Players coming back from injury, absolutely. Yeah. Carter Vickers and Hitachi to come back. Kyogo to get back on 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 a, on the goal trail after his goal at the weekend. So there's lots of things that can happen. I've already said Rangers are, pl- are playing well. They'll think yeah. they'll go and win tomorrow night. They might even go top of the league tomorrow night. But you don't win titles. In February, sure. yep. you know, no, no, no handout of trophies happens in February. So for me, you know, both teams will understand the importance of winning and obviously putting that pressure on their big rivals. Sean, you're looking forward to Valentine's night at uh, Ibrox. Yeah, unfortunately, I'll spot with the Matthews. So oh dear, oh, you're joking, Sean. Tomorrow, uh, but um, yeah, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Obviously, there was one Valentine's Day. I was at Ibrox and it was not a nice day to be a Rangers fan. So, they, hopefully, days will never come back again. But, yeah, I'm looking forward to tomorrow's game. Um, but I will tell you one thing, Paul. Yeah. Uh, it was a stressful game. Uh, but uh, my favourite ever title for Rangers, John will not agree with this one. Mark, oh. I don't know his opinion on it. Helicopter <laughs> Sunday was my favourite ever title. That. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, it wasn't yeah. mine. <laughs> John doesn't want to discuss it. <laughs> Sean, we're heading... Hey, yep. John, did you just go to your well, bed? Well, our front three that day was Hearts and Sutton and Bellamy. Wow. And when we went 1-0 up, I'm looking at where I'm going to run. My dad was in the crowd. Next minute, I'm walking down the tunnel. Uh, Teddy Butcher's got a big smile over his face. But listen... Yeah. It wasn't meant to be. It was meant to be Rangers' day. They went and won at Hibs. They did what they had to do, and we just couldn't get it done. There's nothing else to say. Yeah, no. Sean, and you never know who you'll bump into tomorrow to Ibrox. Love might be in the air. Thanks for calling. Hopefully. (laughs) (laughs) The Go Radio Football Show with Go Green Property. Unlock your potential and join the team recruiting real estate agents. Call 0141 374 0409. Let's go. 
the Go Radio Football Show with Go Green Property. Thanks for making the switch and thanks for getting the downloads whatever you get them. Millions of you have tuned in over the last, well, since we've been on air for the past couple of years, Mark. Time has flown. Yeah, it has. Yeah. It has, absolutely, Paul, yeah. And and more and more people enjoying the programme Big Bad John. And, and, of course, Big Bad John is always said with affection. They said that on the telly the other day. They said, there he is, Big Bad John Harson yeah. at the game at the weekend. Yeah, I enjoyed yeah. it. I, I went, uh, I was a guest yeah. at... Um, at St Mirror and it was great I don't yeah. go to many away games so was it lunch and all that yeah oh yeah what did you have Sunday nice, roast nice seats it? nice food yeah. lovely welcome um, there was great <laughs> company and we had, we had a, a lovely lovely time and uh, obviously the result was great as well but yeah just a nice friendly yeah. club St Mirror and I just enjoyed the day uh, you know it was a nice treat got away from the kids and the wife for the afternoon yeah, course, so yeah. that was nice as well do you want to send a Valentine's message now to the message <laughs> yeah, well, just I'm at that home moment yeah. stopping off for a couple of cards I've got to get oh, who I've got to get who one for me Paul uh, really yeah, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> um, how did you fall in love with football we were asking Barry last night about that and Andy Walker and Barry Ferguson so I'm going to ask both of you how when did you fall in love with football what was it you loved about this great game that we talk about two nights two hours every night Mark in your case was it just uh, well what was the story with football was just part of your life every day after f- yeah, after school because clearly yeah. you didn't study that much did you <laughs> <laughs> not the English classes I think you know I think you know back then you know you're, you're jumping about in the red ash uh, yeah. pitches and it, and it was a it was a treat to get a game um, on grass and you just you wanted to go out every night and round up as many pals as you could two a side three a side mm. beat the goalie two and in you know whatever, whatever it was Paul so um, and where was that uh, that was in uh, Partick. Partick I grew up originally yeah. in, in, uh, in Partick. Uh, was a kid there, so yeah. Uh, aye, that's what it was about. You just everybody uh, loved football, and then was lucky enough to to play it for a couple of years uh, professionally, sure and did. then even more lucky to get into, um, into journalism and have the 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 you know following football, watching guys like like, like Big John and Barry you know, yep. in the Champions League. You know, more than twenty years ago, Scotland and things. So yeah, been, well, you're been, the best been very lucky in journalism as the one of the chief football writers at the Sunday Mail because you only had to work one day a week. <laughs> Honestly, John, that's what everyone used to say. Seeing the trips when we went with Celtic Rangers uh, Scotland, we used to joke and we have a great working relationship. But Mark, it must be fantastic. And radio, we were on every hour trying to update from World Cups, and Mark would just be, no, you were working really hard. It's been a great career, research. but the the most fun must have been playing football. I would imagine. I, yeah. I still love kicking the ball. Yeah. Paul still play try and play six or six two or three times a week and the boys I still yeah. love it go and watch one of my daughters uh, still plays football so East go and Cobride. watch her whenever yeah. I can yeah he's Cobride under 18 so I go and watch Claudia so yeah mm. you just it's in you isn't it it's just football's yeah, well, there, I, I, I still like to play Paul but yeah. I've got a metal plate in my know, head John. I've yeah. had three knee operations mm. two right. on my back I've got a knee replacement so yeah. I can't play anymore unfortunately but John what a love affair you've had with football and you're still doing it on the telly here and go radio but what was the big break? When did you think, I really love football? Because you were at a rugby school in Wales. Yeah, well, most of the schools in Wales are yeah. Welsh-speaking. I'm a fluent Welsh-speaker. And um, it was all rugby, yeah, well, you know, all rugby predominantly. That's our number one sport in Wales is rugby. But I think mainly it was just everywhere I went on that council estate in Swansea. I, I had a ball in my hand and pl- I always played against players, uh, guys, lads, um, a couple of years older than me, yeah. you know, and I used to get kicked and 
you know, I had bruises on my legs. I'd go home, I'd say to my mother and father, oh, I fell, and they'd send someone kick me. And they would just say, well, get on with it. You know, if you, if, if you want to carry on playing with them big boys, then you've got to just mm. get on with it, son, you know, take the knocks. And, and you weren't that big, were you? you no, know, I was you quite were, small yeah. in school. And then, obviously, I had a, had a really big break at 10 years of age. Luton Town offered me up wow. in the school holidays, and and they just progressed. I loved being at Luton because they had an AstroTurf pitch, and mm. they always put me up in lovely digs the days where I was you know, Steve Foster mm. and the Steen brothers and McCarford, all these guys. But I, I never, ever dreamt, Paul, that mm. I'd go on and have 50-odd caps to my country. Fluent Welsh speaker. I love, love Mike, very patriotic yeah. about Wales. And that, to me, was the biggest achievement, mm. representing your country, because you represent your parents, your heritage. Yeah. You know, if I'd have got one cap, it, it would have been yeah. enough for me. Um but never in a million years did I think I'd go to Arsenal at 19 and then break all them records and play for Celtic and win and play with great players. Never. I never, ever. And that is a pipe dream, you know. And, and the kids now, they've got a dream. You know, hopefully you can dream about doing great things in your life. But as I said, from very humble backgrounds, I still go back to Swansea and go up the local pub and have a game of darts and pool with the lads. Yeah. The boys I grew yeah, up with. Great. My mates, Paul, and not Ian Wright and Dennis Bergkamp yeah. or Henrik Larson, if you like. My mates are the boys that drink in the little social club in Swansea. Where I grew up, they are my friends. Brilliant. Don't get me wrong, if I see one of the lads I played yeah. with in, in one of the sure. lounges, you know, we have a cuddle. Oh, great to yeah. see you. What are you up to now? There's a bond. But my yeah. best friends... Yeah. You know, are still on that council estate where I grew up, and you know they are the ones that, you know that that I speak to now regular. And when I go back to Wales, we have, we have a catch up. So very humble, very lucky um, to have come through a few battles as well. And well, obviously did, John, to, to, to have had the career that I had, it's incredible, really. And the health issues, the the brain operation yeah. you had, football. You never fell out of love with football, though, did you? And the football no. family came right round you and supported you how yeah, big well, was that of course it, it yeah. was unbelievable really the support you know even from clubs that you know predominantly yeah. I played against their mm. big rivals and and uh, I got amazing support and they know who they are I don't have to thank everybody who yeah. sent flowers and, and goodwill messages and things but it was very very appreciated every single supportive letter was uh, meant the same to me it meant the world to me you know so the other things as well I'm 13 years clean you know I've not had a bet in 13 years right. you know so that that is as important as anything else I've done in my life you know and obviously my children and you know, one or two, um, one or two other things, but you know, I'm in a good place now. I'm really happy, and it's uh, no, it's all been good. You still love the game, Mark. You never fell out of love with it, did you? No, although no. the clubs may have fallen out of love with <laughs> you, young goalkeeper <laughs> Albion Rovers and St. Uh, Mary. No, yeah, nah, listen, it's great, it's great, Paul, and you know to be. Uh, to be doing it um, in, in terms of you know working the media, working in yeah. um, in football, you know, the radio, the newspapers, you know everything. I it's um, it's um, it's been good, really good. I was really joking enjoyed. with you beforehand because I played amateur football, yeah. loved my football, but was yeah. never good enough to play professionally. Yeah. And I know I joke with you at times. John's getting to know me a bit, but there's no cruelty in it. I would oh, love to have played St Mirren reserves would have been fantastic yes. I mean it would have been and I think most young boys and girls I really mean it John yeah. they would love to play professional football at yeah. whatever it's level every, it's every yeah. young lad's dream isn't it and yeah. so few you know make it and and I think you need a bit of luck as well Paul sometimes yeah. if, you, luck, John, if you're in an academy yeah. or something and it's sometimes just one man's decision mm. you know and, and I think what's really important is when some when, when some boys some boys get released at 15 16 when that crunch 
moment comes, are you going to get a scholarship? Are they going to release you? Some really good players, Paul, get released and they get disillusioned by that. Yeah. You know, they get really, really disillusioned by getting released. What I would say to them is keep going, try and get into another academy, try and keep playing, keep your head up, keep keep the belief in your in your and your confidence up. And um and some people get a second chance. Declan Rice was released at Chelsea. Wow. He went yeah. on to play for West Ham. There's been other cases where young boys get released, but I think if you've got determination and a bit of fire in your belly, you know, you, you've got to come back and stay positive. And there's the man who won, you know, titles, cups, won everything in Scotland. What and what a career in England. And for you, Mark, what a career yeah. then. So football, you did go far, but nothing like that. But you pivoted and you yeah. turned as a young man yeah. into journalism. Well, just, just what John's and, talking about, yeah. when, you, when you get free and you've got the reality of what, what they're trying to do to make a living. Because when you get free, the Albion Rovers, you know, you ain't going to become a, a full-time <laughs> football. It's time sure. to, it's time to But yeah. then I was just thinking there very briefly, uh, Paul, even just like three years uh, as a as a as a pro footballer, I was managed by by two Lisbon Lions, Tommy Gemmell, and he freed me. John Clark at Shorts Juniors played a few games, uh, played with Paul Lambert, um, at St Mirren, yeah. Stevie Archibald, Victor uh, Munoz. So did a lot of good times. Kenny McDowell um, was it was it uh, St Mirren um, as well. So yeah, it was. Uh, it was uh, really, really good. Gordon McQueen was my reserve team manager. Wow. Um, great. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Tony Fitzpatrick or so, Gordon wow. Smith. It was brilliant, yeah. I would have thought that Mark, when Mark used yeah. to write about me when I was a player, a yeah. top journalist and stuff, Mark's now on my staff. <laughs> oh, is he? <laughs> yeah, know, for Mark the charity. Mark yeah. now works yeah. for us. For yeah. the, does a brilliant yeah. job with the yeah. John Hartson Foundation. He's been on board now for several years. We yeah. sell out every every venue, everything yeah. we do, and that's because Mark, sure. he's got I a know. massive network of he's clients. Man, and, he? Yeah, and he's been he he's done on, I'm not just patronising, he knows that. Nearly as many you know, as James Mortimer. You yeah, have, you know everything. No, yes, I know that. He's done a terrific job. He does it with you. Thanks, John. The reason they come is for you. And the, and the money sure. it is for the for the various brilliant causes. Absolutely. Thanks for sharing that. We're just thinking, you know, when did you fall in love with football? And thankfully, neither of you what, ever. What a career out. you've had. Yeah, at that point, what we'll now go to yeah. the news. But thank you. I've just been lucky on the periphery. Right, we're going to go to the news and then we're back for the next hour. 08, 08, 17, 17, 700. The Go Radio Football Show with Go Green Property. Offering expert advice on preparing your home for the market. Let's go! The Go Radio Football Show with Go Green Property. Call 08, 08, 17, 17, 700. Let's go! Thanks, Peter, for the news. Our two, Paul Cooney, Mark Guidi and John Hartson, we were talking on this Valentine's week about how they fell in love with the game of football. And it comes back again tomorrow night. It's back in the Cinch Premiership. Aberdeen against Motherwell. The well looking to bounce back after going out of the cup at the weekend uh, down at Morton. And then the big one, Rangers against Ross County. 7.45 at Ibrox. I, I, I never want to ask questions I don't know the answer to. Is it live on Sky tomorrow night? You would imagine hey, it would be. I don't, no, if it's 7.45, it's, it's not, not, is it? It's no, because it's, yeah. it's been a rearranged. Rearranged, yep. I should never ask live on air, but you'd expect that to be on. Everyone will want to watch it. The Celtic fans will want to know what's happening with Rangers. And the Rangers fans will be a full house tomorrow night. We heard Sean in the first hour and George. George was saying, look, one goal will be enough for him. For Sean, he reckoned 16, no, 5-0, he thought. Up to 5-0 uh, tomorrow night. Uh, Celtic fans, what are you thinking as well? Celtic, as John Harson said in the first hour, eight wins out of nine. One draw in those nine games. And uh, through to the cup quarter final and the quarterfinal draw Celtic at home to Livingston Hibs 
up against Rangers Morton at home to Hearts could there be a surprise there and Aberdeen against Kilmarnock interesting at the weekend that they both scored doubles wasn't it Mayofsky scoring a double and uh, Lon Shankland as well can't stop talking about these two because homegrown players I know he's a North Macedonian international but a lot of people have been on Mark saying why didn't they go further in Scotland to Rangers and to Celtic? Well, I mean, I think John on, on this uh, very show, you know, flagged up Mayovsky yeah. um, a couple of months ago and said that Celtic should have um, gone and get him and, you know, we're, you know pay four or five million quid and, and go and um, uh, bring him in the door. And uh, there's yeah. no doubt he's a quality player and he's, he's young as well. I think he's only 23. Um, so there's a, a real bit of uh, development um, in him too. He'll, he'll get a lot better. And when Aberdeen do... Uh, sell them they'll get big big money and one of the good things now for Aberdeen in terms of that Paul is the contacts that Neil Warnock's got he'll yeah. be bringing up to, to clubs down south and uh, you know Aberdeen now I think yeah. I think they could get serious serious money for this guy in the summer well when was the last time that we were almost three quarters away through mm. a season and either Celtic or a Rangers centre forward weren't in the top three the top two, sorry, goal scorers oh, in point. Scotland. Yeah, good point. Majowski, yep. I think he's 20 plus, mm-hmm. or he's hit 20. Yep. Shankland, 23. Yep. So it's remarkable what them two players are doing, you know, in teams that are, hearts are going well up to third. Aberdeen are on a relatively average season, yep. you know. Um, so it's remarkable. But as I said, Celtic and Rangers, they obviously had different targets whether they whether they were priced out of the market I, I can't see that because no. I think yeah. Majofsky the, the Majofsky was you know he, he's put around a 6 million I think you would have got him for a lot less than that um, yeah. and obviously Shankland I think he got offered a very very good contract to stay at Hearts um, and I believe that's what's happened there but he didn't, he didn't accept it no he's, he yeah. hasn't taken it John yeah. Yeah. He, hasn't, he didn't take the contract he's just continued in the old one so um, he's got a year and a bit still to go on the oh, contract. Right. But okay. you're right. I don't think it was the money thing. I think because Rangers and Celtic could, with all due respect, outgun Hearts mm, financially. Yeah. But listen, I just wondered, and a few people have been on saying, you got it right. Mayowski could well have been there. But Mark, we, you know, we're not the recruitment departments mm. at Rangers nor Celtic, and maybe it looks easy from this side of the fence. Yeah, I mean, I mean I'm, uh, there's definitely an interest there, Paul. Yeah. Um, from Celtic and Miowski, we know that um, whether it got to the stage that they ever top numbers with Aberdeen uh, maybe the, the initial feedback they got thought, well actually no we don't value him the way you do and that's perfectly fine these things uh, can happen but I just think now um, if he bangs in another couple of goals between now and the end of the season you can already hear Neil Warnock talking about him and, and you know he, he'll do a he'll do a selling job um, on that for sure but Aberdeen I think I think they're in line, Paul, to get serious money from Miowski in the summer. Yeah, there'll be a, a sell-on clause as well for somebody. I mean, for the yeah. club, obviously. Yeah, For yeah. sure. Some yeah. good money. Right, Rangers up against Ross County tomorrow night. Ross County, of course, parted company with Derek Adams. I think Derek Adams did say, look, time to go. It's just not worked out. And that can happen. Here's Philippe Clement speaking about tonight's opposition. That it's uh, the same challenge in the last couple of months that we will have to break open the wall um, to be very focused, have a a really good tempo on the ball to be decisive at, at uh, enough moments and not to give away chances uh, in, in transitions and set pieces and long throw-ins and, and those kind of things. 
Looking forward to that game with Ross County. And he's saying, you can never be sure, when a manager goes, um, and it's Don Cowie, isn't it, who's in mm, temporarily, yeah. then yeah. You, you, can, you can get... It'd have to be quite a bounce back to beat Rangers tomorrow, but you never know. Yeah, I mean, Don's been on the staff. I think Malky Mackay um, gave uh, Don a, a role in the coaching um, staff. Malky had Don as, um, as a player at Watford, and, and he's very well respected, a young man leading his way in the coaching field. And, and it's an addition um, for him and, and, and Roy McGregor when he can. I mean, he does like to go local and, and, and give coaches um, a chance he did with Stephen Ferguson and, and, and Stuart Kettlewell um, so yeah, that, yeah this is an opportunity but you would imagine Rangers should, should win the game comfortably uh, tomorrow night Paul with, with the great respect to, to, to Ross County for me the, the, the bottom two places are already decided I can't see Livingston no. getting off bottom spot and I can't see Ross County getting out of uh, 11th place either here's a bit more on Ross County through the eyes of Philippe Clement I don't like this when you say that teams are fragile or whatever I think players always have their pride I, uh, also people who get a chance to be coached suddenly I had it also two times I was interim when uh, a coach was sacked so you're super motivated and, and you give everything day and night. So we expect a tough game, like always, and uh, that we need to make the game, that we need to break open the wall, that we need to be really good with and without the ball. I'm focused on that. And Ross County also took seven new players in, in the winter break. So they're also not the same team than they were in, in the first uh, round of the, of the league. John, what do you reckon for tomorrow night? What's your prediction? Rangers, Ross well, County? Well, Don Cowie's been handed the reins. Um, I think he'd pref- probably prefer to start somewhere else rather yeah, than sure. Ibrox because yeah. I think Rangers will win um, tomorrow night fairly comfortable in the way they're playing, the momentum, the atmosphere, everything around it. They know what's at stake. They can go top of the league if they score, what, three goals or more. So that'd be a big boost for them. Um, and I think Don Cowie... You know, we've seen it a lot, a lot of times where an interim manager goes in, um, does really well. Of course, I believe probably after tomorrow night, saw it with Aberdeen. Barry Robson said at once said he didn't want the job, and then he continued to produce good results. End of the season, he, over, he almost has a taste of it yeah. and thinks, Do you know what, I, I want it now. Mm-hmm. You know, which is which is totally normal. And then Aberdeen give the job to um, to Barry Robson. Yeah. Same thing could happen to, to Don Cowie. You know, he's he's got the reins. Mm-hmm. He has the opportunity if he can if he can get some really good wins for Ross County between now and the end of the season. Listen, Roy McGregor might be thinking elsewhere. He, he might have another manager in mind anyway. We don't know. But all all Don Cowie can go and do is set the team up. Mm-hmm and hopefully make an impact and, and obviously get some wins under his belt as manager. Here's a bit more from Philippe Clement, who is sharing more now, Mark, isn't he? He's, yes, he's, yeah, know, he's, he's more open, Paul. Yeah, up a little yeah, bit. Yeah. So he's talking about wanting continuous improvement in his players. I'm not uh, satisfied about that or something. I, I think there's still a lot of potential uh, for sure in that way to grow. That's why I'm looking forward to, uh, to have a preparation with the team to really bring them to, to another level. I'm convinced that it's possible with, with the players that are in the building now, but it's difficult to create that during a season with every three days game. We are growing, we're getting better. I think it's clear for everybody. It's also clear in the data that uh, there, there is more distance run, there are more sprints, there is more high intensity uh, than a few months ago. But we're not at our top. But you need a really good preparation to, to go to a next level. Um, 
in this level we, we are pushing things to make it better and I think it will be better at the end of the season also if they keep freshness if I stay with the same squad playing all the time with the same 11-12 players then they will be tired at the end of the season so that's why also you need to keep a good balance in things Mark what do you make of that and the rotation yeah, yeah, you know, I think um, he does it well, uh, Paul. And obviously, you know, he, he's looking. He goes very deep as all managers do, you know. But you can hear him. You know, I see, you know, we're running more, we're sprinting more. There's clear. You can see that they do look happier um, at their work. You know, they're, they're certainly much more uh, contented, more confident. Um, and it's now just going about about winning games. You know, Philippe Clement not only choosing the best eleven. But your, your, your subs are so important now, Paul, uh, too. The fact that he can bring on uh, five if you've got good options uh, on the bench. And, and I think he does that um, well, too. He says he's loving life in Glasgow. What's his favourite cafes, do you know? <laughs> no, but remember, we always saw Giovanni Van Bronckhurst and Ange uh, with Ange Postacoglu. Yeah. They were... Uh, Eusebius. Uh, Eusebius, yeah. Eusebius, that's right. Yeah, it was a photo. Jolino's yeah, another right. favourite one as well. There's there's many of them. John, your old gaffer, one of your old gaffers, I see Gordon Strachan, says that he likens Brendan Rodgers' task of replacing Ange Postacoglu to, and I'm quotes, this is a quote, headlining a, headlining a gig with the Rolling Stones as your support act. Mm. So, well, Ange yeah. gave his two sons a job, didn't he? So, Gordon obviously is a big fan of Ange. Um, I don't think it was Ange, he was the manager before that, I think they came yeah. in. But listen, that's big praise. You know, I know Gordon thinks a lot about uh, Brendan Rodgers as well, but you, know, you look at the football, I think the Celtic supporters were actually turning up to look forward to Ange's team and to look forward to how they used to get the ball forward, how they used to press so high, really, really get after players, win the ball high up. You know, we spoke about Kyogo's form, uh, Hitati, you know, players that he brought to the club, Jota, Abada, the football was unbelievable under Ange, hence his success. Um, and I think Brendan, obviously, had previously done a double treble, a back-to-back treble in his previous reign. And I'm sure he's working as hard as he can with the players that he has to bring Celtic back to that level. In fairness though, Mark, he's got quite a record himself, Brendan Rodgers. You know, virtually it was three trebles, two and yeah. a half trebles, set yeah. up the third one. Yeah, it, it, it was terrific. You know, you think, again, you look at what Brendan Rodgers inherited when he went to Celtic in what, 2016. Um, you know, probably Celtic were getting 25,000 at the league games. You know, 30,000 fans had disappeared. Um uh, the top tier was closed, etc., etc., and you know, he didn't make massive changes. Paul brought in Scott Sinclair, what was a brilliant Colo Turi, I think, came on one of the times as he well. Did. It was a good yeah. signing yeah. um, on a free, um, but he made players better. Mm. So you think of like the way Scott Brown was, what he turned up, James Forrest revitalised um, him as well. So you know, Callum McGregor, McGregor. Uh, too. So you know, listen, he's a, he's a top manager. It's just Celtic have not been uh, anywhere near the level that they can be. They have had a lot of injuries and I said last week I think the key for Celtic if they're to retain the title and to get back to playing attractive football that the punters are enjoying is getting Kyogo finding the best way to, to get the benefits of, of Kyogo and if that is now going with him being that wee bit deeper a wee bit more withdrawn and Ida um, up top as a number nine maybe that's the way to do it Can I throw in another game name Patrick Roberts Paddy Roberts, Patrick Roberts yeah, Is he related to Nicholas Kuhn who looks very like him They do look yeah, like they do. <laughs> yeah, yeah they do I yeah. thought that as well yeah, Here's they, Reagan on the do. line Hi Reagan Oh it's great to be on thanks for having me again Great to hear you Hi, John's Reagan. eyes have hey, lit Reagan. up How are you? Alright guys how are we doing I'm not Good uh, I am doing well thanks so what are you thinking tonight? I just wanted to speak to you guys about uh, Brendan Rodgers playing two up front. I think it's really beneficial 
because for me, if you look back to the 2019 season when Neil Lennon took charge when Brendan Rodgers left, he went with Edward and Griffiths up top, and the the, the league title was like the, uh, both teams were level in points, and then when Celtic went in the they played two up top, that really changed the whole season. And I think uh, Kyogo playing that little bit deeper, and now that they've got a proper striker in either, then I think it's something that they can do for the rest of the season, to be honest. John? Yeah, I, 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 I get you, Regan. Um, I like two strikers up top as well. Um, what I've seen of uh, Ada so far, um, I think... I think he, he he needs to learn the game a little bit more. I think we might get some goals out of him, um, especially with, with the players in and around him. You know, O'Reilly and McGregor that can create opportunities for for the front players. Um, there was once or twice at the weekend there that he ran in behind, um, and the midfielder wanted him to come to feet. I think if you're going to run in behind, you obviously get a trigger from the midfielders to, you know, you can almost tell as he's lining up to make the pass. I, I think he, he looked a bit out of sync at times, but he's powerful. Um, so I just think he needs a little bit of work in terms of learning that position, that centre-forward position. He's, as Brendan has previously said, I think he's got all the attributes. It's just that he might get better with games. Uh, Kyogo in behind him, I'm not sure. I think Kyogo's better through the middle. Um, you know because he's got all the goals and once he's got 60 odd goals in less than 100 games which is his is, is goals are phenomenal phenomenal yeah. um, so also when you play four across the middle you, you have to take out one of your midfield players like a Bernardo missed out at the weekend um, so for me two things about it uh, uh, Regan I, I like I like two centre forwards up top I'm just not quite sure if we can hang our hat on Edar um, for the rest of the season Mark what do you reckon? Adar's a young he's a boy as well he's 22 mm-hmm. um, so I wouldn't expect Adar to play um, a, you know 90 minutes every week um, but what we do know is He's, he's 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 given a good start to his career um, at Celtic. He's taken you know two pressure uh, penalty kicks um, at Easter Road uh, the other night. So he's on it. He's up for it, and they give Celtic a different option. Mm. What 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 was the what was the alternative, Paul, to, to bringing in either nothing? Yeah. Yep. So they brought somebody in who's made a good start, and even if he is only here for you know whatever it is, three months, there's no um, no permanent deal. Um, at, at the end of it, if Celtic are to win the title. Mm. He'd only need to make a contribution, yeah. So it'll be it'll be a, a job well done. Because it almost doesn't matter what happens after that, does it? To the likes of Ida, in the sense oh. of the loan, because there's a forty million pound treasure trove there for yeah. Celtic or Rangers. Yeah, I, 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 I'm surprised it's not it's mentioned not as much, ball. isn't it? Regan, what to ask you, what do you think of this? So after the win, and it was a good 2-0 win against St Mirren, um, it had its moments. That Young Gogic, what a striker. <laughs> I know he's a defender, but my goodness, might talk about that later. Uh, the, the bicycle kick hit the bar. But 2-0 Celtic, and then Brendan Rodgers spoke afterwards. I know he was on with Neil Lennon afterwards, the interview, and he was also interviewed in the general media afterwards, and he talked about negativity outside the club, he felt. I don't think so. I think it's obviously, and that's why I say it's, it's clearly been created outside. Um, but I don't expect anything less, to be honest. We just have to focus on ourselves. When you're a winning club, when you've won consistently over many years, people will look to jump. 
and uh, and bring us down, but uh, and bring me down, you know. So, um, but I'm here to win, and 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 for sure we'll have our day and have many days going forward, and we'll get our our players back that are influential for us, and this, the the squad will be very strong right through to the end of the season, and we'll continue to fight. Regan, what would you say to the manager about those comments? What do you feel? I think I think Brendan Rodgers is perfectly entitled to his opinion, but I don't feel like uh, Celtic supporters are being bad towards him. I think it's more directed at uh, Mark Lowell for not for not uh, doing a very good job on on the scouting department. Um, I think everybody was really excited by Brendan Rodgers, and I think they still are. I think all they're disappointed then is they wanted the club to reinvest what Brendan was doing because Brendan's first press conference, uh, Paulie said he wanted to make a mark in the Champions League. Mm-hmm. Um, and unfortunately, if he wants to make a mark in the Champions League, people in Burnaby, um, Kobayashi, oh, they're not players that are going to make a mark in the Champions League. Great you, points. You could, yeah. you, could, you could name several more, yep. Reagan, if you want to play at that elite level. Um, and we hear Brendan literally all season has spoken about quality and there's no doubt that Brendan Rodgers will be disappointed with the window I think you'd have expected several more to come in and obviously the board possibly might have thought Celtic have enough you know Celtic have got a big 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 wage bill they've got a big crop of players um, I don't think not not as many as they would have liked moved out of the building and I don't think there was enough that came in um, I think Celtic had an opportunity to bring in some real, real quality players, another another tool, maybe on top of what they've got. And I think um, the, the crowd have obviously um, vented their anger against the board. And um, and, and the team, Regan, the, the team are not free-flowing either. They're not playing as well as we've seen. Um, they are winning games, but... Uh, I, I, I totally agree with you. I think a lot of the anger has come from the supporters towards the board because like like all of us Celtic supporters, we wanted more players through the door. There's no doubt about that. Mark, I, I just, you know, the, the, the clip that you played there, um, Paul, from the, the weekend, I don't think I've ever really heard Brendan Rodgers be like that. Mm-hmm. What he said and how he said it. Those two or three sentences. You know, I'm here to win. He always said that. We'll have a day and people are against me. Um... Because I'm not saying when you think of his first two, uh, the spell that he had at the at the club. The only thing that didn't go right for him was he didn't get the players in that he wanted it in, yeah. in his in his summer window of the third season. You know, John McGinn and boys like that. Uh, and he's ne- he was never up against it like he is now. And by the way, that's not to say that it was easy for him. He made it look easy, you know, because as I say, what he inherited and what he turned it into. So full credit to him. For that, but now you know there's a there's a title race on. There's been a bit of negativity um, about Celtic, you know, truly down to the, the the lack of transfers, and that's all coming from the Celtic um, supporters. But I, I just sense Brendan Rodgers is up, right up for this challenge, right up for yep. it between now and the end of the season. Absolutely, he'll be more right. determined yeah. than him to go and win the title. Yes, but he needs his players. Mm. To go and play for him. It's okay, Brendan Rogers being up for it, working on the training ground, but he needs his players to really get it 
understand it. Surely they, they know by now, John, middle of February. Well, they haven't been playing like it, have they? They'll have to start, won't you they? You know, the, the draw Aberdeen, one yeah. or two other results. Yeah, sure. and yeah. They had to go and win at Aberdeen because you felt that Rangers would win the day after, mm. the day before, and they didn't. Sure. You know, they created enough opportunities. Yes. But it's okay, Brendan Rodgers and everything else, but you need the players, the players sure. to yep. go and play for it. Here's the final point he made on the same kind of uh, topic at the weekend. Yeah, we just have to a point to to ourselves and, and to our supporters and I think that's the, the best attitude to have you have to always be looking to to prove a point like I say it's 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 a part of the world where there's a lot of noise and in particular this year where maybe hasn't been as fluent but you only need to look if you get any sort of analysis and, and you and you understand football and you look deeply into it you'll see you know why we get compared to the, the the squad of last season if you do your work you see one, it's not the same score as last season, and two, lots of those players that were starters haven't been playing for a lot of the season. But it hasn't stopped the the focus and the negativity. But for me, it's I, I use it in a different way. It's you know I just look logically at it, and I've missed some really important players for long periods. And uh, but we made some changes in the summer that we players left. So, but the players here are given everything. Young group of players looking to develop and improve, and they do that. Then uh, we'll keep winning games. Hopefully. Regan, thanks for your call. We're going to have to go to the break. We're back. Cheers, Regan. Speak to you soon. The Go Radio Football Show with Go Green Property. Start a new career as an estate agent. Call 0141-374-0409. Go Radio Football Show with Go Green Property. Paul Cooney, John Harson. And Mark Whitty, John's going to be picking up some Valentine's cards, one for you and one for the missus on the way home, so that's good news. Give yeah, me Paul, she might be listening. Oh, sorry. Oh, I, oh, Don't say too much. I thought the fact that she knew was, was a hint. Uh, John, uh, be, I know it won't be a petrol station. I'm sure they'll have Harrods. The Harrods of the North will be open for you, John. And we're just talking about... A lot of people have been on saying they really enjoyed that chat about how you... You know, you were in a rugby school, but you said, not as the round ball for me. Yeah. I'm not having any of that stuff. And, a bit rough, right? We've yeah. <laughs> A bit too rough and oh. studs flying and everything else enough for me Paul. Sure. although you like the rugby I know you were there I love the rugby did you see the young well we did earlier today the young Irish boy Stephen who oh. sang uh, before Ireland's game against Italy in front of what 60,000 people John what did you make of it oh, I yeah. thought it was special young kid like that getting, yeah. get, being given the mic and he blazed out the song didn't he? he didn't sing it yeah. like a little 10 year old where he was quite low and oh. when he blasted it mm. out and the, all of the crowd got behind him the players just mm. loved the anthem you could see Andy Farrell yeah. the new Lions mm. coach the ex-Island uh, right, yeah. manager loving it in one of the boxes where he was sitting it was just remarkable fair play to the mm. kid and he said he obviously loves it Mark on that theme he said when you cross the white line, you can't let the country down. That's what he said. Uh, I brilliant. mean, it's brilliant. I saw him in yeah. breakfast telly and... Uh, Real maturity there. Yeah, it was oh, good. It was awesome. It really was. Good. Where are we going after that one? We were talking Brendan Rodgers and Celtic. Um, Regan was on just before the break. Uh, Rangers in action tomorrow night. Just looking at some of the headlines. John Brown, that many of you will remember, a terrific Rangers and yeah. ex-Dundee player. Uh, was he manager of the Ackies as well? Or am I havering? I he think played he, for the Hamlin, yeah, but he, 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 he managed in D as well. Oh, thank he, you. He, he managed in D as well. Good, Good knowledge. Um, and he's saying he thinks it could go to the wire, to um, a helicopter Sunday. He also is really impressed by Philippe Clement. He said, um, he reminds him a bit of Graham Souness and Walter Smith, the way he's won the respect of the dressing room, uh, how he's putting his points over to the team. So it's uh, praise indeed from Bomber Brown. John Souter insists Rangers players aren't paying any attention to the league table. 
believe that if you believe I'm not doubting him for a second Mark of course I'm not but come on a lot of them they know the score <laughs> they know what needs to be done tomorrow night they all do of course they're doing you know the Celtic players will be tuning in as well to see how that um, how that game goes you'll just I'm just thinking with Celtic callers and with the Rangers yeah. callers on tonight and I think there's a, you know Celtic having been you know dominant in Scottish football for a number of years Rangers you know resurgent under uh, Philippe come on I tell you whatever happens in, in helicopter Sunday's been mentioned a couple of times mm. um, tonight whatever happens between now and the end of May when, when, when the title is decided whenever that may be there's going to be a really really disappointed set of fans mm-hmm. because I think now Rangers fans feel that this could be real for them yep. they actually could win. and I think there's I'm not saying that they're expecting to win it but I think there's a real kind of belief and for Celtic given the lead that they've had and the way things have gone if they don't get it over the line um, Brendan's first season back then you know they're going to be they're probably more angry than than, than, uh, than disappointed but um, let's see we've got a title race on and uh, let's enjoy it yeah, I think Mark's spot on. Um, listen, Celtic could go and win the league. They could mm-hmm. turn it around. Um, they're not treble winners for nothing, all right? They're, you know, two or three players short from, from the team, yeah. maybe maybe a couple more. But um, the reason why we've been giving Rangers praise is because of their form. Phil Clement, Philip Clement has just said that all the numbers are up with the mm-hmm. stats, with the sports science. They get in, you know, the, 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 the sprints, the goals, the energy... Everything is at a high level where he'd want it to be. Well, hence the the run that they're on. You know, they seem to be the team at the minute with that little bit of momentum. They feel good about themselves. But, you know, Celtic are still a really good side and they could still win the league. Obviously, my legions is, I've having had five years at the club, hope they win the league. And it's the same for all the Rangers supporters out there. But as I said, Mark just alluded to it. There's a title race on. It seems as close now as it has been in a number of years. Well, Philippe Clement has been over the course. He's won three titles in Belgium. And he referred to that today when he spoke about previous experience of winning. It's a long race to win a title. That's to, to be ambitious, to be consistent, to be hungry, to be uh, united. Also very important. There we had also a really special system. I don't know if you guys know that because we have playoffs there. Yeah, and it changed every every few years the system. But normally it's ten games, so the first six play against each other, home and away. But the points are divided by two, so we had a season. No, it's interesting, and these dynamics are really interesting. Uh, so until now I'm really happy about the focus of my team and, and they understand that just the next game is important Philippe let's not bring that system in to Scotland Mark that's in Belgium no. isn't it so yeah um, I, I remember I was, um, Alec Ray talking about it when yeah, he was right. um, out yeah. there when he was the assistant manager with uh, with uh, with Alec McLeish um, that kind of system yeah it's strange um, so no no that's not that's, for me that's not the way to do it I like I like the split pull the way, the way we do the top six exciting I think we've got the balance of that right we've got quite a title race as we've mentioned at the top and at the bottom not looking good for Livy is it although in the cup my goodness that was some comeback two down mm. to Partick Thistle and they came back they got a late late goal Nibley scored two didn't they yeah. and then they got a goal in the last minute of extra time so yeah it was a sore one for yeah. for, uh, for Thistle Paul and even you know when you, when they look at the door as well financially Fortendale who ploughs on John doesn't he yeah he does yeah. and um, you know he's been quite vociferous this season with regards to 
you know, his own situation yeah. at Livingston yeah. and he's been disappointed at times and he's he always tries to be positive, Davey, because he knows there's another game coming up. Well, he's been terrific at St Man. Mm. He really, really has. You know, he's he's recruited well. Um, he's built a couple of good um, assets at the club um, too, and, he, and he's a proven manager. And um, I think they're really good, uh, a really good fit for each other. And what about Gogic? It's worth a mention, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I've always liked yeah. Gogic's Paul. Seen he played yeah. with Hamilton Ackies. Yeah. Always liked him, and, and he get a couple of moves. Mm. Um, yeah, I think just a real. I like that crap. He's just a real reliable a warrior. Yeah. And, you know, you're guaranteed, and I know it should be a gimme, but it's not always the case. You are guaranteed a hundred percent from him in, in, in every game. Sure are. Well, Joe Hart had to get down, didn't he? Yeah. Right, mm. right down post just to tip that yeah. away. Pretty flexible, yeah. isn't he, Big Joe? Yeah, yeah. he was flexible then, but Gorgitz was as flexible. And with, did, sorry, with, yeah. with, with the that overhead kick. kick. I know. Phenomenal. And it really was. Joe had to really fall stretch and make a really good save, but. You know, if that goes in, all of yep. a sudden, Celtic have a bit of a wobble. St Mirren hit the crossbar as well. Uh, but Celtic, I think when you're in the, you get to the last 16, you just want to be in the hat, no matter really performances. Yeah, yeah you want to play well all the time, but sometimes it's about just getting through because, you know, the, the cup games can be good levelers mm. and the away games, sometimes you can get shocked. The other teams yeah. play, play yeah. like Superman, it's on television, yeah. and they give it a bit more... But, um, sure, reserve derby uh, games. Is that but, right? Uh, yeah, yeah basically against Watton. But uh, uh, it was a proper old, sure was. old stadium. Yeah. And, and Arthur Montford as well, of course. Yeah, you are. See, uh, the Glen Sanex was finally out in the water today, but we won't go into that at the moment. We don't have enough time. But it was out for sea trials. So that was just uh, down off Greenock this afternoon, Port Glasgow. And what about Kelly? So for them... The cup draw, it's a good one. Back up at Aberdeen. They've got Celtic in the league this weekend. But John, Aberdeen against Killy. Derek McInnes goes back to his old, well, what, nearly 10 years and he won a trophy there. That's a good tie in the cup, isn't it? It is a good tie. Obviously, Derek has got great links with Aberdeen. Doing so well there. Seven years, got to several... Mm -hmm. Cup finals mm. and everything else. Celtic were no, no more or less the nemesis at times. They drew Celtic quite sure. a few times. Yeah. I think Derek himself have come out and said that. Um, but no, I think Kilmarnock. He's 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 built a really good side there, and uh, they've you know they've had some brilliant results. You know, I can't remember Kilmarnock beating Celtic in the first six months of the season knocking them out of the cup and also winning, you know, at Rugby Park. So he's doing great things there with Kilmarnock and I would imagine, you know, Derek, you'd have to ask him himself, but on the back of doing such a great job, you know, he must be linked with some of the bigger jobs that, that do eventually come up. Obviously, the Kilmarnock fans won't thank me for no. saying that, yep. but the job that he's done there, initially taking them up as well from the Championship yeah. into the Premiership, you know, you have to give him a lot of respect for the job that he's doing. And as I said, he will be linked and it's completely up to up to Derek how he sees his future. Billy Bowie invested in him and the directors didn't they? they took a you know, they, they they dug deep, I would imagine, to get yeah. know, to get Derek McInnes. Yeah, it was a big coup for Kilmarnock yeah. to get him, as John said, they were in the championship. Uh, and it could have been one that Derek maybe t- turned his, no- his nose up at, but he didn't. He wanted a challenge, he wanted to get back into full time football. He knows Kilmarnock was a, a big football club, um, and he's been brilliant uh, for them. And again, I think he recruited uh, really well uh, in the summer. He's had some really good victories, as John mentioned, too, against Celtic in this season, beat Rangers in the opening Rangers, day of the of season um, as well. So you look at Derek's CV, he's a top manager, you know, really, really good manager. Is there a cup? Upset, do you think, in the first weekend or second weekend in March? 
Dons against Kilmarnock, neither would be an upset. Celtic Livy would be, wouldn't it? Morton Hearts, Hibs Rangers. Mm. Would you see they, an upset? I, I would say that yeah. the, the trickiest tie for the, the, the obviously the Hearts Hearts going to Morton is one yeah, you think that sure. you know what that could be a that could be a real banana skin for Hearts. I know it's the only one out of the main division, isn't it, John? But Morton mm. Hearts, yeah, they would have. Yeah, could, I, I also yeah. think Hibs away, Hibs at home. You know that against yeah. Rangers, mm. I think Rangers would rather have, have had a home game. They've yeah. been to Hibs a couple of times this season, and uh, I, I saw them win there a couple of weeks ago really well. But you know, a Premiership team up against a Premiership team, you know, that's never easy. Full house at Easter Road. Yeah. Um, mm. And, and you look at the the easier games that Celtic will have and, and other teams will have um, that could be a tricky one Do they give them the stands okay there Mark? The latest uh, I think they do don't they? Easter Road because yeah. the Celtic game last week it was quite sparse at some bits uh-huh. where some of the Hibs fans were you'd love to see these stadiums sold out Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah you want, to, you want yeah. to try and get as many football supporters into the stadium yeah. um, as possible Paul's nothing better well John's played many full houses all over the world and yeah. it can't be anything to, to, to beat it you know. Quick break and then we're back. The Go Radio Football Show with Go Green Property. Get your home ready for the market with help from their team of experts. Let's go. Time tomorrow night, Barry Ferguson and Peter Grant will be here. And we'll be looking forward to well, Rangers up against Ross County. And also looking forward to Aberdeen against Motherwell. Motherwell will want to bounce back, John, after that uh, well, really disappointing result at the weekend. And yet a great result for them against Ross County last week scoring five and they really needed to get those three points yeah they're just like a bit of a yo-yo club aren't they, they, are, they you know yeah, they have yeah. they have one result they climb the table a little bit and then they have a really bad result in, in, the, in the Scottish Cup but credit to Morton sometimes yeah. you know the Scottish Cup and they can be good levellers you know you can play on a, on, on a bad pitch against the lower side I'm not saying Morton's pitch is bad I'm just saying in general you can go face a team on a, on a bad pitch you know, you're one to three on with the bookies, you're complete massive favourites and the players just take it easy a little bit and Morton players step up because yep. it's a Scottish Cup and these things can happen. So credit to Morton. But no, I, I think Motherwell, um, tough game, really hard game away at... Uh, away at Tyne Castle so you know they'll need to play well to get anything there they will indeed looking down south for a moment Mark I know obviously you were there with uh, David Moyes and West Ham winning a European trophy in the early summer which was one of the great days for the Hammers fans but they're giving Davy a hard time just now and the team after the result at the weekend and I understand that what do you think how is he going to be about this just now and ride it out or? Well, he's, he's, he's out of contract in the yeah. summer Paul so I think there's been you know kind of early conversations I don't know if there's anything Concrete, you know, does Davy want to stay? Maybe Davy feels, you know, that that's it. Um, look for something else, take a break, um, or he might want to, you know, go again. We 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 time. I think it, you know, um, the owners, uh, you know, really like him. You know, he's, yeah. he's highly rated. And um, David Sullivan, isn't it? Yeah, but yeah. he wondered if he just Armory. he wondered if there's just something he might just fancy something um, yeah. different mm-hmm. as well. And that's John's a former West Ham player, yeah. you know. John, just going to throw it to you. Yeah, well, you, the crowd, yeah. the crowd there can um, they're very demanding. The West Ham crowd, yes, he won a European trophy last season. I think it's West Ham's first European yeah. trophy, I think, for 45, 50 mm-hmm. years. Well, they've not won in six games. You know, the the defeat to Bristol City in the FA Cup. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They got they got beat three nil to Manchester United. Got beat six nil at home to Arsenal. And all right, they're still eighth in the league. But I think they've spent a lot on an awful lot of money as well on some mavericks. Some you know some players. Um, they lost Declan Rice, of course, yeah. 
went in and smashed a great of goal course. against them at the weekend. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I don't know that the, the crowd there are very demanding on, on the, you know, the expectation has yeah. gone up as well. He's got injuries as well, hasn't he? He's got he a couple of injuries, but Mark's yeah. right, you yeah. know, okay. I, I think Davy might just decide. You know, his time is up, but mm. you know, sometimes when you're having it all the time from the crowd, then, you know, I hope not, because I think he's done a really good job. He, he has, you're right. And yeah. he, he's another one. You look at what he inherited when he went back in the second time around right. and what he's turned him in. You know, yeah. um, won, won, won a trophy, um, European football, still in Europe. You know, I'm seeing West Ham are, are punching above their yeah. weight. And, and look at what he gets out of players. You know, he's, he's had to turn Jared Bowen, who's a... Yeah. England left wing, I think, a centre forward, yeah. and look at the performances he's 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 turning in, and I think he has brought brought in a couple of more kind of dynamic players, Pacitas, uh, brilliant, and Alvarez. Mm-hmm. So I, I think he was trying to made a conscious effort to to sort of liven it up a bit this season. But the the fans, the, the, I think football fans sometimes get short memories. They brought in James Ward-Prowse yep. as well yeah, from yeah. Southampton, and of course, Jared yep. Bowen as centre forward. But yeah, right. you yep. know, I think he's done a great job, Dave. I've got to say that. And one other person to mention, adopted Scott. Ange Postacoglu uh, they're talking about him I mean they're what in fourth position aren't they fourth fifth position could well be in the Champions League but already John they're talking about him for Liverpool well all I can say is Liverpool are a different proposition yeah. they are massive you know and you get off of the Liverpool job um, very difficult to turn that one down you still got four years you signed a four year contract mm-hmm. at Spurs it would cost Liverpool an awful lot of money to, to get him away from, from Tottenham. Um, but when Liverpool come calling, um, it's a difficult one. I believe he's a, he's a big red at heart. He's a big Liverpool fan at yeah. heart. Mm. Um, I don't know how that one pans out. You know, no, he, speculation he, he just Spurs wanted yeah. him to finish in the top yeah. four. Um, that top four is very, very difficult to, to, to because there's six or seven clubs <sighs> that can do mm. that. You know, My um, United coming with another run for me. So... It's it's a hard one, Paul. I don't know. I don't know what you know yeah. in terms of what's going to happen. But what I would say is Liverpool is a great club, and you know it's it's an honour to to manage sure. them as much as he's doing a great job at Spurs. Um, and they love him, the Spurs fans. When don't Liverpool, they? Man United, when yeah. these Real Madrid. Mm-hmm. You know, when these clubs come calling, it's very difficult to say no. Rangers fans, they love uh, Philippe Clement. Celtic fans, well, Brendan Rodgers, 10,000 came out when he signed the first time. It was different. It was quieter when he arrived during the summer. But I'll tell you, whoever wins it, come May, they'll be at Celtic Park or at Ibrook Stadium, Mark, and it's going to be quite a journey between now and then. Oh. And it is, I mean, it's good to yeah, have it brilliant. neck and neck. Absolutely, yep. you know, we, we're... We're going to be loving it every night on the on yeah. the show because that's what the phone in's all about, and, and you want um, competition. You know, um, I think sometimes it, it, it's threatened to be a, a, a close title race in the past few years, but it's never actually materialised. But but now you know you just genuinely wouldn't be surprised if it goes to the last game. It's certainly going to go deep into the split, sure. Paul. I think it's going to go deep into the split. Rangers tomorrow night against Ross County. This is the squad update today from uh, Legaffer. Leon trained with a mask. We still need to make some adjustments to the mask. That's always normal. I have some, uh, yeah, some experience with that. <laughs> Getting some knocks. So um, yeah, we will see tomorrow how it is. If he will, can be in the squad or not. And Ryan Jack will not be in the squad because he's still in a 
kind of individual programme to, to rebuild him. Mark the new boys, Diamondi and also Oscar Cortez did well. Cortez looks to have a bit of pace, can get yeah. rid of a player. Yeah, yeah, um, left-sided, um, bringing that bit of uh, width um, to Rangers um, as well. And the manager um, likes it. And he said he's going to be involved. You know, that's what... Uh, Philippe Clermont you know, stresses um, every week Paul it's a squad game and he wants them all ready to, to play their part over at Celtic after the win at the weekend they both won as we know by two goals to nil uh, manager was asked about Kyogo and Ida who started together it's it's an option for us I think because of the system and how they play when you play with back five you, you, you're doing a lot of recovery back into the box on the same line so it creates space and we uh, and we felt we had him well, we'll never know what the end of that was, but uh, yeah, he, they gave him a chance and it worked out, John, overall yeah. with the two of them. But Kyogo, for you, would he be the out-and-out striker rather than more the number 10? Well, that's what he scored all his goals. Yeah. You know, yeah. he scored all his goals from that out-and-out striker. We saw him score in Europe. We've seen him score, you know, in the last uh, two seasons and he's a natural finisher. You create opportunities for Kyogo. All right, this season he hasn't found the numbers that he's had in the previous two seasons but I'd still hang my hat on him to be, you know, still, he hasn't lost any pace, he hasn't lost any any, um, any, any, any of his finishing prowess, he's still a very dangerous player, and um, for me, he'd be in my side every day of the week, although his numbers are not up there, he is more than capable of scoring the goals that'll take Celtic onto the title. And the manager did speak about Lil Abada, and he spoke sensitively about the players in a really tough position. Yeah, he wasn't in the right frame of mind, so I've... I'll speak a lot to, to Lael and there has been a challenging time for him and I just felt when he came into the game the other night it just wasn't him and um, so we gave him this chance to, to have a few days and just clear his mind and then I'll have a chat with him again next uh, next week see where he's at and we hope things uh, work out as well as they can for him being an Israeli yeah. international and you know yeah, what's going good on good management as well that's it from is, Brendan Rodgers yeah. yeah good good, good, good management very good so scoreline tomorrow night back to the football itself Aberdeen Motherwell Mark, what do you reckon? Aberdeen, Motherwell, Paul, I'm going to go for Aberdeen to win 2-1. 2-1 to the Dons. John, what do you reckon? Neil Warnock to get his first win and then to celebrate like he's won the Scottish Cup. <laughs> um, no, I think Aberdeen, I, I think uh, Neil will want a win against a Motherwell team yep. that might be just a bit fragile, having gone out to Morton in yep. the way they did. Uh, so I'm going to go Aberdeen as well, Paul. I'm going to go with Mark. I'm, I'm going to go 2-1 Aberdeen. And I'll bet you're all thinking, and the goal scorer will be Duke. <laughs> That's going to be my Oscar, isn't it? Jake Shankland will score even though he's not playing because the two of them seem to score everywhere. And Rangers, Ross County. Mark, what do you think? Yeah, I, mean, I, I think yeah. Rangers win it. Just if they can, can they win by, by three to, to, to go top of the, the table every chance Paul uh, with Rangers 3 Ross County nil. <coughs> yeah John? me too yeah, I think yeah. Ross County might nick one I'm going to go 3-1 Rangers <laughs> so it would stay that would be neck and neck either way they'll be on the same points we would imagine tomorrow night John thank you so much pleasure mate enjoy the weekend you'll be with us next week yeah thanks yeah. Paul Mark back on Friday Thursday. Thursday. OK, keep me right there. Tomorrow night, Andy Walker, and that was last night, Peter Grant is going to be here along with Barry Ferguson. The news is coming next, and then Jokal Day. The Go Radio Football Show with Go Green Property. Looking to sell property in Glasgow? Call Kelly and the team on 0141 374 0409. Let's go! 
when it comes to selling your home at Go Green Property, our aim is to get you the best possible results. And how do we do this? Simple, by giving you the best possible advice. From expert insights on preparing your home for selling to sharing our advice on the local property market. At Go Green Property, it's our job to achieve the best possible price as quickly as possible. Sell your home with Go Green Property. Call Glasgow 374 0409.